A musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. Hi. Remember that? The Muppets? Of course you remember the Muppets because you had a happy childhood and you are a great human being. That's why we're all here in this J-Roth Concerts family. Long live the Muppets. Hi, this is Jamie Rodriguez, your host. This is in every episode of J-Roth Concerts, the podcast. How y'all doing? Super excited with today's guest, ladies and gentlemen. He hasn't been in a show in a minute, but we love him. You may know him as one of the best singer-songwriters in music today, Nicholas Jamerson, ladies and gentlemen. Kentucky native, he just announced his new record, Peace Mountain. It's going to be out May 19th, so actually pretty soon from now. And it is absolutely fantastic, guys. You guys are going to love it. It's his sixth studio album. It's a continuation of uh, Nicholas's most recent release, The Wild Frontier, which came out in April 2020 during the covid and a heck of an album. It's the, it's the album that has Linda James and so many great songs, instant classic. And this one is um, it's even better, if I should say so myself. Uh, but Nicholas, um, he's been through a lot of great personal transformation. And we catch up with him in that regard here. He's a family man now. Uh, not only a great artist, but he's a great friend. Uh, from you know, Mutual friend from a lot of people we know. Everybody loves him and respects him. And he is a great, great dude. And I think you're going to... Get that in this interview. Uh, great. Uh, this album also has new shades in his sound. He studied new techniques from Ryan Terror of One Republic, and it shows in a few of the songs. And, well, I think you guys are going to enjoy it, so make sure you pre-save it, Peace Mountain, now. Uh, Nicholas is also hosting an incredible songwriter festival called Sleeping in the Woods, taking place May 19th through 20th in Monticello, Kentucky. And it's going to include some of the best national acts right now, including Jim Lauderdale, Bella White, and, of course, our dear sister friend, Britt Taylor. Um, for more Nicholas Jamerson, nicholasjamerson.com. All right, let's get on with it. Welcome to j Concerts, the podcast. Nicholas Jamerson, how are you? Let me take a look at you, man. I haven't seen you in maybe like a year. Yeah. If you unimproved, Nicholas Jamerson, I got to say, new style. You look physically good, mindful, living in the present. <laughs> Trying to. You are a serious machine, am I correct? Like you can't, you cut back on so much stuff. You're eating well. You look great, right? I, I feel, I feel really good. I, I have cut out alcohol entirely, and uh, it's been a game changer. Love it. Like you wake up early now, right? Uh yeah. Usually with a two-year-old yelling at me. You know, Perfect. You know what? Now you're on my team, Nick. You know, 5 a.m. up, 8 o'clock, that we're covering that show, lights out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really, I, I'm, I am actually trying to get up before her now to just, you know, you only have so many hours in the day, so it's, there's a lot going on. And Absolutely. Absolutely. How long was it, how long was it to stop? 
uh, Nick, to stop, like, you know, completely, you know, smoking and, and the occasional marijuana and all that stuff? How, how hard was that? Uh, you know, it really, it really came down to what do I want to do? What do I want to get done? And, um, you know, it, it was, it, it, it really got to the point I was so busy that I couldn't, it, it, it just, I just didn't have room for it. You know, I did, um, I just, I didn't have the energy last year to do everything that I wanted to do to be able to show up and play shows and, and give, give the energy that, that I want to give, um, so it, 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 I, I really, it was just like, I was too busy for it, you know? So, um, and, and I, I play this game where it's like, well, this would be a time I would drink, you know, like Sundays, uh, at B-dubs drinking, eating wings and, uh, you know, watching football. I'm like, yeah, this would be a time that I would. Right. Uh, and, and I don't think that I had, it'd been a long time since I had abused it, but, um, still it, it, it was just, it was just. You know, you, you drink over the course of a weekend gigging three, two or three, you know, and I was just, I was getting home and I was just tired. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's just part of the evolution, Nick. And, you know, as a songwriter, it's a whole different view. You got to change. I mean, you know, when you put something like Star City Sessions, you know, you, you, you were what, like in your early 20s, mid 20s when you put that yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you'd be writing music forever. But, uh, yeah, I look at the evolution of Unique proudly from a distance as you get older. And this new album, man, P, uh, you know, Peace Bound of My Man, and loved it so much, Nick. My congratulations, too. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, Nick. And I wanted to ask you actually about that um, because, you know, for most of my life, I got to tell you, you know, I believe that people are kind of like born with like, with like the natural craft of songwriting, but I feel like you're always working at it. And, you know, you're consistently getting better, you know, whether it's like an athlete going to the gym or whatever. Songwriting is like a craft that always needs to be like worked on, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it depends on where you're at. For me, I've, I've honestly, I think that I kind of choked the life out of it for a while, you know, so I think it's good. You, you can work on it by by not doing it if that makes sense like i think that it's important i think for me i was just so in to writing that i wasn't leaving space for living if that makes sense i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't giving myself time to experience things and reflect i was just always in songwriter mode so I, I think that for me, yeah, I'm always I'm always working on it, but what working on it is looks looks different, you know. It's it sometimes I have to to step away from it because I just you know you can just like anything else. I think you can you can um, I think depend on that for happiness, you know. Like like songs can be the the barometer for my happiness or it was for a long time, you know? So, um, and I think, yeah, that just, that taking a step away from it allows for, like you said, for, for learning and new perspective and just, yeah, you know, I just feel Nick, like you've always more than most of us. And this is something that I can learn that we can all learn is to enjoy the process or the journey. Yeah. Right. Like, because, 
if you're a songwriter, you're always, I don't know, measuring yourself with charts or number of streams or awards, whatever, or any profession. But if you like something clicked, um, and, and you've, and you've become way more mindful of the journey. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to last, uh, I wasn't going to last the way that I was doing things. Um, you know, it's, it's, I, I feel like I'm, I've, I've been playing music my whole life. Um, I feel like I've been gigging for 20 years and there's a lot of ups and downs and I've, I've experienced more than I think I even, more than I even dreamed. And, and then it's like when you, when you, when you accomplish things or you experience these big moments and you get on the other side of that, it's like, well, now what? Mm. You know, it's like, yeah, I feel like I was just consuming life and, and just trying to get to the next thing. And then, you know, it, it just, it's exhausting processing things that way. So, um, right. It was like a quick rush basically, you know, but yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing yeah, somewhere to get to this imaginary place. It's like, yeah. And I've, I've gotten to places I've, I've achieved things and it's created stability in my life as far as like my career goes. But at the end of the day, I have to still figure out how to be content right. day to day, you know? So yeah. right on Nick. Very well said, man. I do want to ask you about this guy, Alan Cornier. Um, rest in peace. Cause I once talked to, you know, many years ago to Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day. And I thought of you because like you, he had a music person who at a crucial point in his life said to him, you know, you are that good. You know, you can become a professional songwriter. And he was like, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, you know, was that kind of like the situation with, uh, with all? Yeah. Yeah. So Al Alan is his name. Yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah, I, I was, it was him and a guy named Roger Allen Wade, uh, another, another songwriter. Um, you know, I was searching, I was, I was just trying to, to find my way in this music thing. And I'd never been around any songwriters. It, it was always just musicians, you know, these really high level musicians, but you were, you played sports. You were like a little bit of a child. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, but, but I arrived there, uh, my college football coach, my first year at the university of Pikeville, uh, he, he left after my first year and we had, we had bonded over music and he was a songwriter and he was living in the Johnson city area. And he brought me down to, to Johnson city, uh, for the blue plum festival. And, uh, that that whole scene that was just a more developed scene at the time than than Kentucky didn't really have a scene at the time, and uh, yeah, so I went down there and I played. Uh, I think it was Newman's Bar. It was a it was a this huge uh, pool hall in Johnson City that Kenny Chesney played when he was at ETSU, and uh, it was just a whole different world for me. And and Alan was there and um, got to play with him and. And spend spend the weekend with him, and yeah, it was just kind of on from there. It was like, okay, you know, I think another thing for humans is if we can see something, it makes it real, and and that's how we learn, you know. And uh, yeah, it was just kind of from from then on, it was it was on for me as far as like what I wanted to do, and 
just yeah he was he was super encouraging and I, I just he was so good and and just for for some like you said someone to just say just to affirm you it's there's just man there's there's so much value in that you can really change people's lives by just giving an an encouraging word in the right moment in the right time absolutely man so many great new songs in this record you know we have time to talk about a couple but nick like for example watching the firebird you know what a great song but sonic i love the song i, I mean they're all great Nick. but sonically i love this because it kind of reminds me of like a little bit of like the joshua tree where like you create like you created like a sonic landscape with this song Immediately, it's like, holy shit, is this the same Nick Jamerson? Like, well, it's beautiful, Matt. Um, and then apart from the research, you know, we saw that you started a little bit on the right, etc. You did a little bit of a course there. But uh, tell us a little bit about this song. It's it's, it's a nice little uh, switch there. Yeah. You know, I, I really, with, with this record in general, I just really wanted to use the studio as an instrument and really explore, just explore sounds and, and, and not, you know, just not get caught up in, in any sort of direction. I just, we, we just wanted to make, I just wanted to make something, you know, I was at that point last year where I just, I wanted to make something and to use all the skills that I had been, um, working on. And like you said, I I took a a class with Ryan Tedder. It was a a songwriter class back in 2020 and, um, just, just introduced me more to the production world and building songs through production. And because I've just kind of been, you know, I'm just acoustic. I'm usually just an acoustic, just simple kind of, you know, guy in the studio. And um, I, I feel like I was boxing myself in. And so just, just taking that class and watching someone, I mean, he's a master at, at what he does and, and in more of the, the pop world, you know, and I never considered myself a part of the pop world or the commercial world. But after, after taking that class, I'm like, you know, like I can, I I think there's elements of this that I can really add to my, my thing that I'm doing. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of like, I I was kind of nervous about it. Cause I, you know, listeners, you know, they, they grow, preconceived notions for who people are supposed to be and how they're supposed to sound and uh but but i've had nothing but love from from people with that song and they call it the churched up version um which i could I, you know that's fine I, I i think that a good song will stand you know no matter what the the delivery is if the song's good enough and um i was fortunate enough to have the the mountain art center so close by brennan me uh, helped me produce the record and uh, just a cast full of of l- local musicians that that helped bring it to life you know so uh it's it, it was it it was a fun process love it thanks. well man I, and i got a lot going on a family man but let me leave you with this I, I have to ask you about sleeping in the woods music festival we're super stoked about it may 19th 20th on each other kentucky uh, you know, our sister Britt Taylor, as well as Bella White, you know, B Taylor, Ben Down, you know, Eric Bolander, just a, a great selection of people you got there, man. H- how has that been like, that, that process? Because I know, you know, people see the poster and they don't know the work behind it, right? Yeah, you know, I, I can't take credit for 
I, I, I feel like I just assembled the team and, uh, you know, John Smithwick there at Hidden Ridge and Dust and Pet and, and my management team, you know, they've done a lot of the lead work, the leg work. Um, it's, it's pretty surreal, honestly, that I, I could just take this vision for this, this event and, and people be so willing to, to bring it to fruition. Uh, for, for me, it's, it feels like all these different circles that I've, I've found myself in over the last 20 years, the, the idea was let's bring it all together, you know, and then, and that's been the process of the record too, was just like, let's, let's just take these pieces from, from all over and bring it together. And by default, you know, it's going to be something brand new and, right. uh, you know, inspiring. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to just being around all these artists and, and being, being in it for, for two or three days. And, uh, be fun. yeah, it's going to be real fun. Great, great location. Great people. Mike Jamerson, man. It's great to, to reconnect. Thank you for all you do, you know, with your art and with your spirituality. People are, are getting inspired by by your example. So thank you, Nick. Thank you, brother. I appreciate right. it. See you, man. Hey, buddy. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.